Greetings, my excellent friends. Do you know when the Mongols ruled China? Wow. Perhaps we could ask them. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire, and I'm Ted... Welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, minute by minute. I'm your host, John S. Brig Esquire. And I'm Rocky Theodore Logan. And I am the Royal Logan. We lost some tone there. We were on a radio tone. We were the wild morning guys, ready to rock and roll, and then we blew We got the morning zoo going on. Whoop, whoop. Beep, beep. <laughs> Toilet flush. Uh, this minute begins with talk of water sports and ends with Rufus unshading. Oh, water sports is the word of the week. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Ding dong. Your wife's a whore. Uh, does that morning guy say your wife's a whore? <laughs> I don't know. Where that uh, the dude count. Uh, you guys catch any dudes this minute? <laughs> zero. There's zero dudes this minute. No dudes. Two minutes in a row, I believe. Wow, that That's our first daily dude double. <laughs> Zero dudes this minute. Uh, all right, we're on track here, guys. We had a couple of shots in between episodes. Uh, oh, wait, uh, between days. I between mean, days, days, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I don't know what day this is. I'm lost on what day of week this is, but we're good. Uh, so this minute begins. Oh, I already did that part. All right, so my first point is here, guys. What's with all the trash? The trash, exactly. It drives me nuts. And Ted, did people in the 80s just not care? Could you just leave trash? Did nobody clean out the, the dumpster right there? And they're willing to sit thing? within it. They're right. sitting on trash. There's trash beneath but his he legs. he leaves it when he goes. He puts it on the curb. like. Oh, he leaves his drink there? Look, there's the ice cream cup. Right oh, he just there. dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very that Mad Men episode where they just dump Dumped all the... All the thing in the park. Yeah. yeah. Did people really do that? There's glass in that Mad Men episode. Oh, yeah. That, I, I can imagine... I would imagine they did because I think Matthew Weiner would be a stickler for like that shit. That there was... Well, he's just trying to make a point, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah like, Nobody cared anything. Indians yeah. are crying yeah. everywhere. Right. Dump your trash, but it obviously pursued well into the 80s because there's just trash everywhere that I pick up on. The 80s are a very trashy time. Like I'm thinking RoboCop or something, movies like that. Like, that was they envision the future of like trash everywhere and graffiti and litter. Howard and all the Duck, that was very trash. Howard the Duck's very trashy. <laughs> well, uh, the one is. the shower <laughs> Early on, where there's duck boobs? Is there oh, duck? yeah. There's <laughs> duck boobs in the first five minutes of that movie. It's oh, awesome. There are yeah. duck boobs. Howard the Duck's back in some iteration. There's a car- is there a movie or a cartoon or something? I think he was possibly brought back as some type of thing, but like uh, it's a Marvel. Also, you have jerked mean, off the isn't duck it, boobs. Isn't Howard the Duck panned as like the worst movie of all time? The duck boobs I've jerked off to are Ducktales boobs. Oh Daisy, who the hell? Are Little bit. Da- I'm Mrs. Beasley. Who hasn't jerked off Mrs. Beasley? Oh my! I'm God. a Beasley guy. Call me a Beasley. Who is it? Crash? What's the what's the what's the pilot's name? Is that who you get all to? Like Launchpad McQuack? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'm a I'm a Launchpad guy. Uh, <laughs> I have to. Do, do your children watch the wait, new, wait, wait, the wait, new wait, iteration you, of that? Are you are you yeah. new Ducktales or old Ducktales? 
Yeah. I'm old Tell Tales all the way, but I'd like to see the new iteration. I haven't we, seen it yet. Uh, my kids like it, which I kind of like, but it's not like the old DuckTales. No. The other reason I would watch the new one is because Paul F. Tompkins does the voice yeah, in the new he one. Does. He does the lucky guy. I saw that on his uh, IMDb credits. He's like my it's favorite. Not Mr. Peanut Butter. He's like my favorite person ever. I love Paul. You've talked about Paul. Simon. He's on many podcasts, and I love. Yeah, all and you've talked me. about him like four times in yeah. this podcast. Have I? Yes. Paul, I love you. <laughs> if you want to be on our podcast, Paul, just contact hey, us at billandtedxaminute@gmail.com. We'd love to talk about your Bill and Ted Minute. You got to get the email right. Or Bill and take, Ted, or just take a picture of yourself with your shirt off. Yeah, and send it to John at Spring Esquire. Send me a dick pic. <laughs> And if I like what I see, you could be on this show. Yeah, uh, you're welcome to visit Bridgeport, Pennsylvania anytime you want, pal. I got a queen bed. You should see how many pillows I got on this fucking bed, dude. I got two new, memory foams. And new pillowcases delivered with fresh. Yeah, that memory foam is still airing out, dude. That's things that, that's gonna get even flusher. You don't even know. You have to leave them open for two days, and then it gets fl- like it it puffs out. It's fantastic. Oh, it's, that body pillow's got to be so gross. It's still breathing. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where uh, my friend Bigfoot usually have his picture on there. You know who I'm talking about, I imagine. Sam Squatch, the monster, Bigfoot, my boy. Yeah, yeah. that'd be his podcast name, Bigfoot, when he gets on the show. The Sam Squatch monster. Um, so yeah, the other I imagine the only reason they have the trash is it's a film technique because they want wind blowing later. Right. So and so the trash blows around. Yeah. Well, there it is, blowing around. Yeah, exactly. Boom. That's why they have the trash there so they can show the wind blowing. Uh, so early in this minute, um, Bill refer- he refers to a water sport, not just a water sport. Uh, he's talking about water polo, probably the pool game Marco Polo, or what is he talking about? The year twelve seventy five. Marco Polo. Marco Polo. I've heard of him. Yeah, what did he do? He invented swimming pools. Ah, so where's uh, he from? Uh, Italy. He's a Pisan, right? Really Venice. Well, yeah, he's Venice. They, they don't consider them Italian. They're Venetian. They still have a big fight about that. They're a natural part of Italy, but Venice was its own city-state at the time. Yeah. If you've ever played Civilization, you may have come across the city-state of Venice. It's crap. I don't. Do you ever be them? They're awful. You can only have Venice. That's it. Right. Yeah, it's and you have to trade and buy right, things. Right. Yeah. If they city-state influence, it's annoying. I don't like being there. But uh, they were a very influential city-state, at least back in the day, as they were on the. Silk Road, essentially. And Marco and his father went back and forth. Was that stop one on the Silk, Silk Road? Uh, yeah. St- <laughs> they were the beginning of it. Excellent! They're the beginning of the Silk Road. They're in the Silk Road. They're in the beginning of the Silk Road. Yeah, well, the Silk we're Road talking about travel. Silk Road. Well, Silk Road started a little further east than Venice. But he is attributed with being a European that brought to China and brought back the vastness and the wealth of China to the European. Uh him and his family also met a very influential son of a person in this movie in Kublai Khan. Uh, Brian Dennehy. That's who played him in one of the movies I've seen of him. He played Kubla? He played Kublai Khan. So did John Wayne, actually, at some point, I believe. Well, as children of the steppe, they range very greatly in their uh, racial configurations from... Again, if you know anything about the steppe, the steppe is a massive place that runs from China to Europe. Excellent! And we're back. Marco Polo talk here. There's a guitar riff at some point. It's going to play in somewhere in between here. Yeah, but yeah, so Marco, when he met the son of one of our father, of one of our uh, main characters of the show, he met Kublai Khan. And Kublai Khan. Son or? He's a son of Genghis? Yeah, Kublai Khan. One of uh, 10 million sons? Well. 
What's this? partially true because Genghis Khan's DNA is in more people in the world than any other single person. If you taste DNA roots, they, more people root back to Genghis than any other person. In the any world. other persons that we know their name of. Obviously, of course, there's. Uh, I'd be willing to bet any person you're gonna know because that we know Genghis, their name of. Because obviously, someone is. Level, yeah, right? Genghis was a pretty badass and ruthless. Dude. Yeah, but there's some of like ten women in Africa that like, like when humans were down to like 150 people or something. If we don't know their names, obviously. What if I believe that humans evolved from apes? Yeah, all right. If I'm that crazy kind of person that believes that, yeah. But there's this. I'm an ape. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I share much in common with a gorilla. Like, but that smart gorilla, the one that did sign language, Coco. That's my girl. Apparently, that whole thing was a scam. Dunstan. No, the, I don't know anything about Harambe. I know it, the thing. No, you're like Dunstan. Dunstan. Yeah, you and you and you and Joey from Friends. Do you know that there is a minute by minute podcast of Dunstan checks in? Oh my. I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding. There is one. Damn like, it. So we our, we our, missed it. Well, he doesn't need to. Uh, no, no. All right, you guys are mixing up two movies. Dustin Chekstein is George Costanza. Well, it's fine. That's, the, uh, that's the baseball movie. It's not yeah. Dunstan checks in. Yeah. Wait, isn't Dirty Harry in this movie? No, that's anything but loose or something. Oh, that's an orangutan. There's two movies of that. <laughs> Dunstan Chekstein is George Costanza and the monkeys in the hotel. I don't remember the name of the Matt LeBlanc where the baseball monkey plays baseball movie, but See, that's, that's just, a different movie. A monkey playing baseball makes no sense. A monkey running a hotel makes a lot of sense. I think he was just in the hotel, like, causing craziness. Well, he's the bellhop. And Costanza yeah. was, like, the short, mustached... Are we uh, sure Joey wasn't in this movie? The the name of the monkey baseball movie is, like, one name, and it's, the, like, George or, like, yeah. Steve or something. It's not Dunstan yeah, Checks In. Just, Faith Dunaway was in that movie. Wow. Oh, baby. I love my Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, baby. She's a hottie, man. Fucking Network. She's a hot chick in Network, dude. I love her in Network. Oh, I hate Network. You don't like Network? I'm mad as hell. <clears throat> so, shit, I, I'll just say this. Shit gets real in this minute. Yeah, there's a movie minute here we're talking about. We're, we're talking about Marco Polo. He went to China and, and met Brian Dennehy and John Wayne and... Uh, Brought all the the pasta back to hey, Italy. I'm talking hey, about hey. the phone booth that, that <laughs> a few minutes ago shows up. The booth. The Boom. Booth. The, the clouds part. The, the trash booth. swirls. The booth land. The cloud. And as amazed as they are, the first question has nothing to do with where the fuck did you come from or what the fuck is going on. But when did the Mongols rule China? Yeah, but when did the Mongols rule China? 1279, of course. Kublai Khan finally finished his father's war, and they became the first foreign invading army to control China when they defeated the Song Dynasty. But that's a very Bill thing. Just completely ignore our Ted thing. Excuse me. Yeah, it's Ted. Uh, just completely confuse it or completely ignore the situation uh, and ask a. It's a tension breaker. It's an icebreaker and question. It's a, and it's adorably naive. It's like you exactly. like exactly. Well, yeah, like, and that is Bill and Ted. Adorably yeah. naive. <laughs> yeah. Episode of name of the episode. Adorably naive. I love it. Um. So back it up a little bit. Beep beep beep. That's the truck backing up. Uh, they're like, yo, let's go to the Thrifty Mart. Uh, so they want to buy more beer? Is that what the thing is? That's why they're going to the Thrifty Mart? They think the, the clients are at the Thrifty Mart are any smarter? Yeah, like, right, yeah, the lady at the Thrifty Mart is going to tell them who ruled the Mongol or who ruled China and what year it was. And also, by the way, all right, we know the parameters of their report. 
These questions are not going to help them in any way. How are they going to help them? They're corrupt. They, they need to describe how a character in history would describe Sandeem as 19 or 1989 or 88, and, whatever. And Genghis Khan never ruled China. <clears throat> yeah, are they, but we're they, assuming they, that they understand the parameters of the report. But so why do they need to know? They're like they're focusing on names and dates. Right. Marco Polo in 1275. They're not asking these people how Marco Polo would view San Dimas 1998 yeah, and be like, oh, he'd think it was great that you can get spaghetti anywhere you want. Well, right, because they, they, the the they don't get the purpose. Yeah. They're failing the class. If Rufus didn't show up, it's obvious they would fail. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I read in the original cut. The teacher was like a, a real mean, I, th- I hope you guys fail type. Like he was the villain of the movie. I don't wonder how that would have played differently. Because Mr. Ryan seemed like a cool dude. Like yeah, he wanted, he's so sweet. And he, yeah, he's, exactly. banging, he's, he's the kind of guy you want to cuddle. Mom, you I do mean, want to cuddle him, absolutely. <laughs> I'd let him dominate me. The boys have jackets on. It's cold, man. It's a desert. Yeah. Well, right. But I'm saying they got jackets. It, it, it's a new wardrobe. Well, they've been tied around their waist this whole time. Ah. They have been, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they... Well, they have been, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, definitely Keanu for sure. Yeah, no, Bills has been there too. They went purple and pink the whole time around their waist. Oh. I just like how like Ted has not rolled down his sweatpants though yet. His oh, yeah, that comes later. Yeah, that's, oh. that's when he means business, when those sweatpants get rolled down. Is that when he meets the princesses? <laughs> the princesses? Uh, so, yeah, they, they mentioned the game Marco Polo Water Sports. Yeah. Polo is a water sport. Apparently, yeah, but apparently Marco Polo and, and, and Polo are like unrelated completely. Polo is the game. Polo, water Polo is the horse game in water. Treading water. Right. Well, it's the same as every game. You throw a ball around. Do you around. think there's a correlation between Marco Polo, the pool game, and Polo, the water sport? According to Wikipedia, there is not. You, it took you reading Wikipedia to know that there was not a correlation? I don't know. No, I don't know. How many, I don't know anybody named Polo. I don't know any Polo situations. Yeah, I was pretty certain the whole time that the actual sport of Polo, of water Polo, had nothing to do with the game of Marco Polo. Do your children know the game Marco Polo? Yes, they do. They play it? When we're in a pool. What's the fish out of water rules? When you're out, if you get caught fish out of water, you're Polo. Or you're Marco then, or whatever. You're the, you're the in person if you get caught. I remember I've read the Wikipedia page like there was something about oh like, right so if you ran out of the pool to get to the other end of the pool and they said fish out of water you became it, but it. it's just a blind they're blindly guessing that someone's out of water right but you they hear no, footsteps or something there's no repercussion for you guessing fish out of water either so you just say it right yeah and you would get lucky if you caught the first <clears> fish out of water but yeah it's a variation on the game blind man's bluff where they just bluff put blindfold on people and girls would walk around in like Victorian times and poke people or something. So we know when the Mongols will China check. I'm checking off things on my list here. A thrifty Mart, definitely a generic name. I looked up thrifty Mart. There's a couple and it doesn't look like it's it's not a chain or anything. It's just like, yeah, we're going to the next little dump. Do we have anything on this beautiful circle? Uh, Kate Warfer. <laughs> She's uncredited. I could not find her you on the... You can't even find her in it, so... I looked. Do you look, too? Yeah, save her for your dreams later tonight. I uh, dug through, and there's so many uncredited people on there, I can't believe she's in there. There's she, a resemblance to um, 
Ben Stiller's mom. Yeah, uh, George Costanza's mom. Yeah, George. No, that's mom. not Ben Stiller's mom. Yes, it is. No, her no, dad. His, his yeah. dad. His dad. It's Jerry Stiller's mom. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah, she's not Jerry Stiller's mom. Jerry Stiller is Mr. Costanza, yeah. but that's not actually Mrs. Stiller. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it isn't. Okay. In my mind, it, it is. is. <laughs> his mom is. His mom was famous. Like him and Jerry. Her and Jerry had a bit like George and Gracie. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. But that's that's not, not her. Harry. Yeah. It's just that, it's just that red perm like. Uh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she is very Estelle Costanza. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's the hair. Oh, like, George. like there's not much hair left. My grandmother had hair like that for a little bit toward the end. Oh wait, is that boy George? Darnop is. What? Um, boy George never touched a guitar in his life. That no, poster no, with the guitar. No, the Groucho Marx is that boy George. You think he's or not the Groucho, the Charlie Chaplin? You think boy George? Going back to the previous episode, that's definitely an effeminate Chaplin. I finally noticed. It's an effeminate Chaplin. Oh yeah. Now we're, we're, we're calling him out as effeminate, that chaplain. I don't know anything about that, man. I'll tell you what. Rufus is badass. He is cool. He's a cool dude. With his Just For Men beard. It's a, you know, it's a manicured beard. Like, he had people shaving every little bit of his thing. His shades still look cool today, dude. right? What, that's a chick? That's a man, no, dude. that's a chick dressed up as oh, a trail. I thought you were talking about uh, uncredited employee. That's a lady right there, baby. Oh, look at that. Awooga. Oh, look. That says 1989 on it, doesn't it? Where? Oh, $1.99. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Close enough. Similar, but way different. All right. So, we don't know this this hot employee, uncredited. Uh, the booth. It finally shows up, and we are a go. Oh, movie... one more thing. The clown scene. It's like straight out of Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. The CGI looks exactly like the Ghostbusters CGI. I would say that Ghostbusters stole it from here. Ghostbusters is like four years earlier. I would still say that they stole it from here. I I, I stand by my comment. But all in all, this movie is kicked into gear in, what, 15 minutes or 13 minutes? We're like rolling. We have now gone from these dudes Mm. are going to fail. Well, these dudes say that we're all, they're going to fail their test. They need some help. And we're there. In 13 minutes. And now Rufus shows up and he's going to save the day. Would you let her? Shit's about to get real. Yeah. And these motherfuckers are going to learn about history. <laughs> They're darn right, man. Uh, it, yeah. So this booth. All right. So we've seen the booth before, but I'm going to mention something about the booth. It's a part of promotion for the 1991's Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game. Nintendo Power Magazine gave away Bill and Ted's phone booth as a contest prize. So do you think they, they, they did that before the movie or after the movie? Literally after the movie, like four years after they filmed it. So, yeah, yeah. 1991 Bogus is almost out at that point. Yeah, it's It's for the video game. It's probably the video game in promotion with the movie coming out for Bogus. The lucky winner was one Kenneth Grayson, who who Reddit tracked down in an AMA in 2001, and I read some of them. I said it once and I'll say it again Rufus is the coolest motherfucker. (laughs) Rufus is cool. George Carlin's. I have nothing else to say. George Carlin's all right. Um, you know that. So you're leaving? Is that what you're, you're done? That's it. He's walking out. Episode I got over. No- Mike drop. We're done yeah. with this minute. That's like Tro- uh, Lionel Hutz. Like case closed. Oh, you're done. That's it. Oh, I rest my case. Um, so the, I read this uh, AMA. This kid did, and basically it was like people asking, "Did you have sex in it? Did you have sex in the booth? Did you have sex in the booth?" And he, he did. So he said he had sex in it twice, and he got a blowjob in it, uh, and he yelled. What did he yell in the one of them? He yelled something like, Ohio Silver or something in one of them. Some, uh, some girl was blowing him in the That booth. whole story's horrible, and I find it to be partly, like, completely untrue. 
Uh, I mean, it was. There's tons. Of, I can read the AMA himself. Like I say, the document, or the link to it. But it I is. There's something interesting. He had pictures of him in the booth. All right. So there's an iconic Keanu line in this movie. Not his most iconic woe, but a pretty iconic woe. His most iconic woe? Point right? Next. Guess. No, not his most iconic woe. Which movie of his probably made the most money, I'd imagine? This movie. Steve? The Matrix? A little movie called The Matrix? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was his most iconic... That woe. Yeah, That's yeah. his woe. That's what I was thinking of at first when I said point right was... The Keanu whoa when the bullets or whatever it was. He definitely, I think he woed in Point Break. All right, so there's a, a there's a YouTube cut of all of the Keanu woes, and it's like six minutes long. And there's a big gap like between uh like he woes like the first movies he did before even this released. Uh, he woes in all them like multiple times. There's some movie where he's playing like craps and he woes the night before or something like that. I forget. But this movie right before this, but there's tons of Keanu was, but yeah, the, the, the matrix scene is the most, yeah, that's the world where, yeah, where Morpheus jumps and he woes. That's his, that's his big woe. That's, that's the Keanu woe. I know, but this is a pretty good woe. And by the way, of the Keanu woe cuts, there's like four or five minutes. No, four or five. There's probably six, six woes in this movie where Keanu says, well, so, we might have to start a woe count coming up next. Very similar to our, our label, Woco Media. But we're not woe. What do you mean? Do you think, like, Europeans, do Europeans say woe? No. If they're pulling a horseback, do they say woe? Do English people say woe? Yes. You've been to England? Well, he's English. Did I'm English. <laughs> did you just dox yourself? Did you say woe? Not really. We just said he's English. Did, did you say woe well when you were over there in England? You were in, in England, you cheeky bastard. I've been to England a couple times, and... That's what everyone says then. <laughs> That's how they order another pint. They just no, say, no, not only another pint. If someone's moving a little fast, they say, whoa. <laughs> hey, slow down. Slow down. Jolly good, jolly good. Don't whoa. Yeah, I remember I listen to the Ricky Gervais podcast all the time, and they were like, oh, I hate it when people say words that Americans say. No, he's a fucking fake Brit. What, Ricky? Yeah. What, because he's French? Right. Because he has a French name? Is that what you're trying to say? No, he's French. He's not French. No, I mean, he's born in England. His mom was born in England, but he's a French name. That's horseshit. He's in, I mean, the Normans invaded the place. What do you want, you know? The French kind of ruled it. Yeah, for all... I mean, their dynasties are French. Um, but, um... Yeah, yeah, you can talk shit on him. I don't really like him that much anymore either, but... I do. I mean, you can't knock what was... Great. Yeah, I mean, he invented mockumentary television, yeah. and it's the genre is still dominant today in a lot of shows. Yeah. So, but the point, my point was, like, they would talk about, like, oh, I hate it when um, English people use American words because, like, nobody ever says that, and they were like, oh, sidewalk. I'm like, what? Nobody ever there uses sidewalk. I don't know. I forget what they said instead, but I was like, there's some weird examples. Ass. They're like, oh, when people say ass, it's bum. Say bum. Americans are the only ones who say ass. Was like, it was, there was weird examples. They kept no, hate Sidewalk. Well, it was him and Merchant. Like, they were talking, like, Merchant was more the one on this point. Sidewalk. Like, what? They don't say that over there? What is, what is it? I don't know. Curb? I, I forget. Walkway? I forget. But it was weird. That was the one that's definitely... Ass and, and Sidewalk are the two I remember big time. And Carl used to blame... His Carl's the one thing he ever said in an American accent was remember the nine eleven. He always would say that when he was on vacation, the people kept saying that. Remember Carl the, Carlson? Carl Pilkinson. Pavement. <laughs> Maybe pavement. I don't really know. I don't remember. It says here it is called a sidewalk in American English, but can also be called a pavement, mainly in British English. 
Maybe, I guess. But South it's... African English is a footpath. Australian English, Irish English, Indian English, and New Zealand English are called a footway. But here's the, all right, so footway makes sense. Pavement could be anything. Sidewalk makes the most sense to me. Footpath makes sense too, because you you walk on it. I don't think so. Footpath. Sidewalk does have the word walk. If you were to say a footpath to me, we'd be in a park and there'd be a little dirt trail at your footpath. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. A hobbit would walk down a footpath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But pavement could be anything that's paved. Like it could be a road. Yeah, pavement makes a sidewalk. Makes the most sense to me. It's a sidewalk. Like this, this uh, schoolyard is is pavement. Like it's not. You're not. It's not a sidewalk. It's not a very. It's not a sidewalk. Like yeah. So anyway, so what's on Rufus's lapel right there? Boom. Is that a Nazi insignia? No, it's like it's like a pager or something. Not a Nazi insignia. We call them swastikas. In my house, you call it a swastika. No, it's nothing. <laughs> it's a stupid 80s. It's something. It's, it's a piece of tech. I think it's fashion. Oh, is it tech? Is it modern technology? You think it's fashion? You think it's trying to look cool? Look at this fucking sunglasses. Those sunglasses, I'm telling you. If you bought them, to, yeah, it's very Corey Hart, but he takes them off. Right, but he's got those. He's got the fucking earrings. Then he's got that. Then he's got the duster. The duster. You think he's got look- the black... Fucking shirt. He just look, looks cool as shit. You think you look better with a silver tie? I think you look better with. I think he needs a bola. His dick in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> he looked pretty good. He looked. Pretty, I think you nailed his look. We need to write uh, R.I.P. George Carlin. We'll send you a letter, pal. <laughs> Your dick in uh, the royal dude's mouth, and uh, we're winning. Uh, they both look pretty scared of Rufus here initially, like he's some kind of monster, like. Te- like Ted says that the icebreaker, do you know where the Mongols ruled China? But look at look at Bill, dude. He's scared as shit. Well, yeah. this guy just came out of the sky in a phone booth. But Ted's so nonchalant. Ted's a little nonchalant about it. Correct. I mean, but yeah. I mean, would you not be scared? A, a phone booth comes flying out of the sky and hits the ground, and some guy that looks out. like Rufus walks out. You're just like, but they don't well, run. You would just be cool. They're not running. What year did the no. Mongols rule China? They're not running away. I mean, no, they're trying to finish their history. Project. They're adorably naive. We already yeah. said it. Like you're not gonna. Run. They're adorably naive. All right, uh, man. I wrote goof again instead of good in my. The Rufus of Shades look goof today. Whoops, guys. Wink, wink. The morning show's back. Wink, wink. Bing bong. Oh, morning show. Woo, 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 woo. Bing bong. All right. So that's about. I want my elephant. So what's that? A Subaru Legacy or something? It's, Nissan Maxima. Uh, no, what? That's a super. The old school Maximas used to be like a little. A wagon. We had one. That looks like the, the the baby of my current car. The Subaru something, and then yeah. turned into an Outback, and then the Outback turned into a Crosstrek, and all this. So, um, and all right, so yeah, that's about all I got. So email us, Bill and Ted Minute Gmail dot com. Um, what did I? I had an email request. Oh yeah, if you want to find a place to buy cheap cigarettes, let me know. Was that this oh, minute or last minute? I don't even remember. Yeah, that was last week. Is from uh, from the EU? Is if you want to send me a picture of uh, George Carlin's dick in Royal Ugly Dude's mouth, send that to Bill and Ted Minute at gmail dot com, or tweet us at Bill and Ted Min. There you go. And with that, uh, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes.